0: Ants ban.
1: Oh no, don't do that. <laughs> you got to start that way. Oh God.
0: Uh, uh, should we our. What is it called when the thing that Nate Vernal does? I don't know. There's a a thing that our good friend Nate Vernal, who's a very funny comedian, he started <laughs> this bit where he um puts Ants ban one week since you looked at I me, mean, just that part into various other. Songs. Very popular songs. Yeah. And for some reason, it is the funniest thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. We saw him do it live in front of a crowd uh, once, but then he just released the tracks uh, that you can actually get online. I think Camille might be looking this up.
1: It's called... uh Because the song right? is called One Week. Yeah. It's called Week Music Volume 1. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most threatening name I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> Weak music, Volume One by Nate Fernald. Uh, Google it. This is a bonus episode, so we get to start however we uh, this
1: like. This is Kumel Nanjiani. This
0: is Emily V. Gordon, and this is staying in with Emily and Kumail. Bonus,
1: uh, bonus episode. We have a guest on. Uh, we have Linda Holmes on today, who, if you don't know, hosts a podcast called Pop Culture Happy Hour. I would
0: say it's your favorite podcast, other than this one.
1: It is my favorite podcast.
0: I just don't listen to them. Otherwise, I bet it would yeah, be
1: mine too. it's uh, I love this podcast. Um, they obviously you know it's pop culture, so they talk about movies, TV shows, books, all that stuff. Um, I just find them all to be, and they have a guest every time. It's uh, it's her, Stephen Thompson, Glenn Walden, and then they have a rotating guest. Um. I've, I've, like, my appreciation for TV shows and movies I love has, like, grown and changed since listening to them. Oh, wow,
0: because they're so talk. good at kind of discussing them.
1: Yeah, and it's not like, you know, I've tried to listen to a lot of movie podcasts, and I find a lot of the, the hosts to be very, I do not like the word pretentious at all. I don't like that word. However.
0: What, well, you don't like using that word?
1: I just don't like it. I don't think it means anything. I, I think people you. say pretentious when they don't have a,
0: a better word. A
1: better critique of it. Gotcha. That said, I found a lot of them <laughs> to be pretentious, overly intellectual. These guys are all very, very smart, but the way they talk about movies and TV shows, I just find to be it's it's highly, highly intelligent, but also very relatable. That's cool. Anyway, I c I couldn't um I could not uh, uh recommend this podcast more. Pop culture happy hour. She's on here to talk about uh TV shows. Uh, recommending TV shows that you can watch during this time new shows old shows mm-hmm. obviously we're watching a lot of TV right now um, and, and I should say I have been on uh, you've
0: done it a couple times yeah
1: I've done that show a couple times Linda and I share a uh, affinity for romantic comedies uh we've had a lot of conversations about this subject so we had really
0: talk about rom-coms during this uh this episode so you'll have to look for that we'll do that sometime later we
1: did not maybe we'll have her back on to talk about those linda's
0: great um enjoy this episode and also we had a weird audio thing so my god
1: okay so you know how usually um you start recording a podcast yeah, you uh-huh. hit record.
0: And then you talk.
1: This is not one of those times. Oh,
0: what happens this time? <laughs> well, what
1: happened this time was one of us...
0: That would be Kamel. It was me. Yeah.
1: I did not hit record for the first five minutes. And then I hit record.
0: I watched your face when it happened.
1: I apologized to Linda and Emily... We, we went over what we had done already. So
0: when this uh, episode actually starts, you will hear, it sounds like we're starting kind of in mid-sentence. And that's because like we are. But
1: we didn't. We realized and we went back yeah. and got everything, uh, all our recommendations. And so just know that that's happening.
0: Um, and one more time, I'll plug May 22nd on Netflix. You'll get to see The Lovebirds with Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae. Watch it. Watch it
2: of it is kind of about the phenomenon of him but also kind of how teams work and uh how you assemble super teams kind
1: of oh uh, linda something horrible has happened <laughs> we didn't it didn't record I don't, the first this, part
2: this
0: <laughs> this <laughs> we, this oh we thing God. is it's my fault i'm it, taking it completely 100%. we'll leave
1: this in too um so sorry
0: whoa that's okay um no problem kamail i watched his face i watched his face when he realized this and i was like
1: oh "Oh my god here we go i've 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 been there you guys
2: it's totally fine i've been there
1: um so should we well let's talk about michael jordan first and then we'll talk about the other yeah
2: so this is linda holmes let's maybe introduce her i'll
1: just (laughs) this is gonna be weird i didn't record the first uh it wasn't that long. It was about five minutes. Okay, sure. But still.
2: But it was. But it was all. It was all gold. It was gold.
0: gold.
1: It I mean, was really it's pretty, pretty good. To
0: the universe, <laughs> we're contained in this five minutes. Oh my and god! You know who's never going to know? No one outside of these three human beings. I mean, we
1: had a great <laughs> Vicky Jones, Vic, Vic, Ricky Lake. I don't know who. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ricky Lake
1: into this I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Linda Holmes is the host of Pop Culture Happy Hour, a show that this is I really adore. Kimmel's
0: favorite podcast. I, would I say. listen.
1: Yeah, it has truly been. I such just don't a, listen to
0: any. Otherwise, it would be mine. <laughs> Emily
1: does not listen to podcasts, but I listen to you know whenever a new. The first thing I do when I sort of go back to my office is check and see if there's a new episode, and and when there is, it's very very exciting. So thrilled to have you, and uh, you <laughs> were yeah. talking about the new Michael Jordan documentary when I realized yeah,
0: because you have seen the (laughs) first eight parts of this 10 part uh, documentary, which is, is, uh, and not a huge sports fan, which I, not a huge kind of Michael Jordan, Chicago bulls fan, which is important to me because I'm not, I'm, I'm a casual sports observer.
1: Linda, you're a sports fan, but not a basketball fan.
2: Not as much an NBA basketball fan. I used to be a big college basketball fan. Um, when my sister was going to Duke, um, I watched a lot of college basketball. Um, I don't watch as much basketball as I used to, for sure. That's so funny um, that you say that
0: because I'm from North Carolina. I'm from uh, like Winston-Salem. So we had Wake and we had Duke. Sure, and I ended up sure. going to a lot of college basketball games as a young woman because they were in our area. And I was, it's it's like you, it, to many people I know, it's just like, well, yeah, yeah, I got to see the Rolling Stones like, you know, 20, 30 times. I don't know. They were there. You know really right
2: people get right. very upset right. with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, my sister, my sister was at Duke in the, in the early nineties. So, wow. um, or, or late eighties, late eighties, early nineties. So she was there at exactly kind of the ideal moment. And then, you know, we all obviously remained fans for at least a while after she graduated. Um, cause there's nothing like a Nothing like being a bandwagon jumper and feeling like you have a justification for it. So it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I just got here, but it's because my sister goes there. So what are you going to do? Um, and by the way, there there is also a great ESPN docu- documentary about Christian Leitner from Duke, um, which is called I Hate Christian Leitner." It's also very good. Okay. Um, But, yeah, so the the Jordan Bowles documentary is called The Last Dance. It's a 10-part thing that they're dropping on ESPN uh, essentially once a week. They moved it up um, because people are isolated and inside. They decided, you know, well, we have it and people really want it and they're excited about it. So we'll drop it early.
0: And is it – would you refer to it as as juicy?
2: (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I want. I mean, it's not – it's not like scandalous juicy, but if you if you want to hear a lot of grown men who do not like each other any more than they did <laughs> like 20, 25 years ago, um, and they're still mad about, you know, or if you want to hear Michael Jordan explain that, like Michael Jordan will be like, you know why I won that game? Because a guy did not greet me at a restaurant and I was so mad that I went back and won the whole game because i was so mad that the coach didn't greet me at the wow yeah so when, when
1: i'm mad that is not my ma- my anger is not constructive in any yeah. way
0: yeah on one hand it's like nice yeah. that he's cha- like channeling it into something positive but on the other hand like hey buddy
2: uh maybe take it down a notch you know maybe take
0: that All anger down. right
2: and then but you you also think like were you really not gonna try like you, right. michael jordan were really like you weren't gonna try until you got really mad at that one dude like, <laughs> yeah
1: is he like a basketball <laughs> hulk of some sort
2: yeah. And, th- and then in that <laughs> case, the coach is maybe going
0: around paying other other coaches to be mean to him right before games. Like right. what's the, what's the, uh, there's something going on there. Yeah.
2: That's what I, that's what I would have done, but you do get to watch a lot of like really good basketball and like it is exciting. I mean, that was a really exciting team and it's fun to watch a lot of that stuff and they have a lot of um really fun interviews, including Barack Obama, who, um, they caption him as Barack Obama former Chicago resident
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It also must be weird to watch something where it's thousands of people packed into a stadium right now, you know?
2: God, it it really is and it's kind of you see all these guys like hugging and it's like stop hugging you can't hug. <laughs> right. you're getting all your you're sweating all over each other. It's full of germs.
0: There's so much yeah, sweat involved true. in a basketball game. It is true.
1: Well, yeah. I mean that is obvi- why the the breakout at in the nba is what led to sort of everything getting shut down right like nba was the first sort of was tom hanks was, rita wilson yeah. and nba those yeah. were the, those were the first big ones <laughs>
0: idris is over here like really not me
1: idris i gotta tell you yeah. idris i uh, love idris huge fan he was not in that first group that turned the tide
0: it's such an odd thing it's a little bit linda i'm gonna assume you're familiar with the movie heathers I, I am familiar with the movie, huh? Doesn't it feel on occasion a little bit like when Shannon Doherty's like, when a character attempts suicide and Shannon Doherty's like, it's just another example of uh, somebody who's a dweeb who's like trying to imitate the cool kids by oh attempting suicide. It's this odd thing of like, how has this become a badge? It's become an odd badge yeah, of Yeah, I've been honor. trying
1: to get my agent to get me COVID for a long time. <laughs> well, it's kind of
2: like by the time, you know, like... Uh, obviously, it's, it's kind of funny that the first really big one was Tom Hanks because it's like the biggest person it could maybe be is Tom Hanks, yeah. unless it was like Beyonce. Oh, so God. it's like you started. I know. Don't even say don't it. even say Petui Um But but like that's kind of they kind of started really big and had nowhere to go but down from there in terms of like how big of a deal it was. Right. So it's kind of like. Like, look, I really like Andy Cohen, but by the time Andy Cohen got it, it was like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Sure, but, yeah. And that's sad. And it's sad as it is for everyone. Yeah. Celebrity wise, no, it yeah. was not as much of a celebrity story. And obviously, I'm incredibly happy that they all seem to be doing well.
0: Everybody's doing well. We're just joking here. No, Nobody
1: yeah. wants anyone I to do I mean, have but COVID. you're right. They started with an American treasure. They, I a love legend this they. <laughs> that's what she said. She no. said they started with.
2: <laughs> I think I did. They, all the little
1: corona, novel coronaviruses started. They got, yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks is, I can't think of a less controversial more beloved figure in all of pop culture no
2: no 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 this is um i mean i think so so stephen thompson who's on pop culture happy hour with me has often said that like there's a very limited number of famous people who have a 100 approval rating <laughs> and um when tom when we found out because he had always said one of them was sully who landed the, <laughs> the husband.
1: right right
2: um, he was like, it's like Betty White and Sully. Yeah. And so, um. And so when we found out Tom Hanks was going to play Sully in a movie, it was like, well, obviously. Because you know who else has practically a 100% approval rating? Tom Hanks.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Totally.
0: He And also, you know who else he played with a 100% rate? Mr. Rogers. Right. Yeah. Mister. Exactly. And Forrest exactly. Gump, who was always beloved exactly. by me as a child.
1: <laughs> he was Emily, like, I have bad news. Forrest my, Gump was not a real guy. Sh- my
0: favorite folk hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember you don't when
1: yeah. he was on
2: the couch with John Lennon and he gave him the idea for Imagine?
1: Yeah, he met John. F. I was going to say it's
2: it seems impossible that he's not a real guy because I've seen him in many historical photos. I,
0: honestly, every once in a while, I do think that Forrest Gump was a real person.
1: Well, you know, if you're if you're still confused, go watch that footage now. It does not age well. We thought it was like how? T- yeah, go ahead.
2: At the time, that was some hot CGI. Very right hot there. Oh, CGI. yeah,
1: it was sorcery. And now you're like, you see the seams.
2: You know what does
0: still hold up? I was thinking about like effects that still hold up. I think the first Jurassic Park still holds up very, very much. Uh-huh. That's yeah. one that I would think really holds up.
1: Yeah, I think they do this really smart thing where before you first see the dinosaurs, you see the characters' reaction so much. So you're really primed mm-hmm. to yeah. be. I'm going to be awe. amazed. Yeah. And then you are when you see well, this
2: well, and a lot of it is practical, right like there are a lot of them are puppets and big like actual physical objects i i I always prefer anything that's actual physical objects Me as opposed too. to. We talked about that Stuff a lot. it's drawn.
0: For Lord of the Rings, which we're huge fans of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, that those movies, the orcs are, uh, most of them are practical. Yeah, they're all mask. makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they look amazing. And then you go to the Hobbit series, which I'm not as much of a fan of, but also specifically a lot of those orcs or whatever, the, a lot of the creatures in that are CG. Right. And they just look like they were filmed in moonlight. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> they look like moonlight's always well, hitting them yeah. even in the daytime.
2: It's such a bizarre thing. I have seen I have seen two Hobbit movies and zero Lord of the Rings movies. Oh,
0: Linda. Linda. Now we have a suggestion for you. I know. I
2: know.
1: I'm sure the reason you haven't watched them, is is it because that sort of genre is not your bag? Yes. I would say, and listen, I don't... We're not the ones talking. We're we're going to be the millionth person to say this to you. But the the first one really is... um, I mean, it's our favorite, but... But that's neither here nor there.
0: If you have, if you get bored and want yeah. something to do, they're out there for there's, you.
1: There's twelve hours.
0: What other things would you? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I wasn't yeah, this is a tough
1: space. You know the genre you don't like. where you want twelve hours of it?
0: <laughs> and that's just if so you do the extended. You don't have to do the extended edition. No, you have
1: to do the extended. Okay,
0: fair enough. Uh, do you? What else would you recommend uh, that people consume
1: on the, in the right. new side or in any side? And really. this is the well. This is the thing that we right. didn't record oh yeah you
0: could also mention the
2: thing So on the mm-hmm. on the new side there is a uh, a new hbo series that's called run that is kind of part comedy part thriller and um it's Merritt weaver and donal uh gleason oh my god gleason gleason yeah. oh my god <laughs> What is wrong with me? I was suddenly like, it's not Donald Logue. It's not. Do- what are you? What is wrong with me? I knew it five minutes ago. This is why yep. not turning on the recording is so bad. No, um, it's totally Camille bad. Total Gleason, all, yeah. Donald Gleason, Merritt Weaver, um, they kind of get on a train together and you sort of don't really know what's going on. Um, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge is an executive producer. It comes from uh, Vicky Jones, who was a writer on Killing Eve and Fleabag. So, they have a kind of a. It's kind of in that sensibility. It's very. It's also very centered around, kind of understanding this really flawed and interesting woman, Ruby, who Merritt Weaver plays. So I, I like that one a lot. It's weird, but it's good. Okay, it's very good, but 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 odd. How would in you a, in, a, in a good
0: way. rank it among the other Phoebe Waller Bridge uh, the, and that her pantheon?
2: Well, you know, I've seen five of these. And I don't remember exactly how long the season is. I think it's going to take a while. I'm not sure. I think it's as good as Fleabag, right? But I think it could be. I think it's 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 one of those things where you really want to see where they're going with it because it's hard to it's hard to evaluate. But I definitely think like the chemistry between the characters is super awesome. So
1: um,
2: if you're interested in kind of thriller rom com mixes. Mm-hmm. Um, check, it that sounds, check it out. Well, I mean, even that sounds
1: if it, if it's even in the same conversation as Fleabag, that's a massive win because they don't get right shows. Don't get much better than Fleabag.
2: Yeah, exactly. Have
0: you yeah. seen exactly. Crashing? Have you seen her series Crashing?
2: I haven't. Um, Vicki Jones also worked on that, so she kind of has has been in a, a full. She's done the full kind of that course. That is a
0: I think. sexy show. That is a, yeah. a very and it's uh it's got like it's a little more promiscy than I think uh, her other stuff. You can kind of feel I it feels like early Phoebe Waller Bridge to me, but also it is so uh-huh. sexy in a way that I have not seen a TV show kind of accomplish in a while. I would I would highly recommend it. And it's like six episodes. It's, yeah. it's a lot like Fleabag. You can get done with it in like two hours and then you're just like foaming at the yeah, mouth. Yeah,
1: you know what show is That's sort fun. of impressively sexy is Insecure. They have a lot of stuff Phew. on that uh-huh. show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree with that. I, I agree with that. HBO shows stopped having sex for a little while. Like that was like the big draw of well, HBO shows.
1: Game of Thrones didn't.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm talking about consensual yeah. sex.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Game, of had, Game of Thrones had all the sex for everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, and the, 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 the last thing I would mention in terms of new stuff is that, um, Hulu has this thing, Mrs. America, which actually was made by FX, but then it went to Hulu. Um, I have very mixed feelings about it. It's like, a, it's about the failure to pass the ERA in the 1970s. Um, if you are up for spending a lot of hours, um, thinking about Phyllis Schlafly, um, <laughs> Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett plays Phyllis Schlafly, Rose Byrne plays Gloria Steinem, Margot Martindale plays Bella Abzug, mm. and it's, it's, it has a wonderful, big, Tracy Ullman plays Betty Friedan, um, mm. it has a big and wonderful, oh, and Uzu Adoba plays, uh, Shirley Chisholm, it has a big and wonderful cast, um, it is, in many ways, a very depressing story, but, um, but it's a but it's a, a, a terrific cast.
0: I mean, the idea of Kate Blanchett doing a, an FX series or a Hulu series doing anything on television, it feels like that's the thing yes. i had been the most excited about, but also not necessarily a world I kind of felt like living in currently. Um, uh-huh. That's why I haven't like otherwise I would have already watched it today. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I was just like, yes. I'll get to this, but I think it's going to make me angry and upset. <laughs>
2: That's how I felt about it. I was like, I can't argue with the artistry of how it was made, and it's not just the acting, but I think also a lot of the directing is wonderful. But, um but geez, I didn't want to think about Phyllis Schlafly that much.
1: I have to admit. Um, in the best of times,
2: yeah. But it, but it's, it's, but it, it, it's artful, and if you're interested in it, I think a lot of people really love it. So that's kind of the new stuff that I would recommend.
0: Okay, we're going to take a quick second for ads. We'll be back in just a moment is there anything old and nostalgic in your life that you found yourself going back to during, uh, in the weirds, which is what we're calling this quarantine time.
2: Oh, I, I know you are. (laughs) I know you are. My dog and I, my dog and I take your, your podcast on all of our walks. Um, I
0: love your dog. I've never met your dog, but I love your dog from a distance.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I love him too, even though, uh, he's a nervous fellow. Uh, But very lovable, so we try to kind of cope with each other's anxiety. But um, but yeah, we listen to your we listen to your show on our walks. In terms of old stuff that I have been watching, I would say the more kind of respectable sitcom that I have been watching uh, a lot of is Cheers.
1: Yeah, um, yeah,
2: which I kind of never I kind of never get tired of, especially like early Cheers, like the first like three or four seasons of Cheers.
1: Love it. Cheers Love is it. A, hot a hot topic of controversy in the Gordon Giani home right now.
0: I'm aware that it's a good show. I'm aware. Tell me. I just have there are just Emily. a couple of shows from my childhood that I associate with like kind of this angst and anger and misery in a way that even hearing the theme song just like puts me in a horrible headspace. There's two shows. it's can, can it's, I? it's Cheers and it's MASH.
1: Both shows. I know MASH very, very well. I've seen a lot of MASH. Cheers, I don't know as well. I've been trying to get us to watch it. Mm-mm. I feel Emily that this um, reason that you've come up with come
0: up with is
1: a little. You- <laughs> I think I think it's a little rewriting of history.
0: Absolutely not. You you are not inside this brain. You do not know what's <laughs> happening in here. It's it's like it's like upsets me in a way that like right now doesn't feel
2: like a good idea for me. Yeah,
1: but Cheers is a uh, Linda, tell us why Cheers is great.
2: So, especially in the early seasons, it is very heavy on jokes. It is um, a great example of a workplace comedy where they don't really ever leave the workplace, almost ever. So you just get a lot of people kind of interacting in close quarters. The cast is great. Um, it always makes me laugh. And in the early seasons in particular, the 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 romantic comedy element between Ted Danson and Shelley Long works really well, particularly before they kind of fully turn her into like a, a prig kind of Mm -hmm. in the early, in the early going, she's just really smart and kind of an intellectual in a group of people who aren't. So um, she often gets the better of people. She's often the one making the jokes, not the one who is the joke. Um, So in those early seasons in particular, I think it's really wonderful.
0: I wonder why her character changed over time. Like, I wonder if it was like they got notes. I wonder if it was like people responded to her character in a certain way. Like I, when things like that happen, I'm always curious.
2: Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I think I think that anytime, it's, it's unfair to say, but I think anytime you have any show that exists in a very like dude dominated industry, it's really hard for fully kind of complicated women to continue to exist. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have, I I don't know exactly what happens. I think certain
1: with certain sitcoms, with certain characters, certain characters expand and certain characters contract. And that's just what happens. Like they'll find certain characters start off in a box and they'll expand the box and give them more stuff to do. And then certain characters, they just sort of go back to whatever the formula is that they thought worked once, you know? And so,
2: and they double they double down on it. That's
1: definitely
2: true. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely happens. Seen, I think that's part of what
0: happened. I've seen a lot of cheers, I should say, at my grandmother's house when, like, my grandmother would babysit us. I, I've seen some cheers. I just, uh, there's something about okay. it it's that, like... Not,
1: it's not for you, and that's, I should accept that, and that should be fine. This is
0: part of what this intervention is. Linda and I have called this intervention for you
1: so that Wait, you can no. accept. Linda's on my side. <laughs> So that you I don't know. If you've It's okay been to
0: watch Cheers on your own. I watched all of The Americans by myself. You can watch a show. But I on wanted
1: your own. to watch The Americans too.
2: <laughs> well, you weren't. Even. I
1: wasn't around. Yeah. I was not around. Yeah. Um, we've been. Well, wa- did you?
2: Did you not watch that? Did you not watch The Americans? No, he did no. not. He did
1: not. I have not seen any of it. Yeah,
2: it's so good. Even I watched The Americans. It's so good. And we just watched a
0: movie, a '90s movie with Noah Emmerich, and it last night. And I was like, oh, he's been great oh, wow. forever. He has been always. Wow! Great. Wow, wow! Wow! Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, we've been watching so, so,
2: no, go ahead. old
1: episodes uh, in the same sort of vein. We've been watching uh, Seinfeld a lot.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't like Seinfeld. Not particularly,
2: not particularly.
1: OK, I, right. you know, I feel like Cheers and Seinfeld are sort of very different shows because one is pretty character and relationship based and one is pretty cynical.
2: Right. And I also think, like, I just got to the point with Seinfeld, the same point that I felt like Sex and the City got to, where it was like every episode was just, let's see if we can make a catchphrase. And I was like, <laughs> I don't, I, this is, that's fine.
0: You're not wrong. That's fine. You're actually not wrong about I, that whatsoever. I love Seinfeld. I, I love Seinfeld. I've never seen uh, Sex and the City uh, at, like, I've seen maybe one episode and I've seen that one episode several times somehow. I don't know how that happened. Same.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I watched an episode of, and then a couple of years later, it was on and I was like, all right, I watched that one. I thought it was fine. I'll watch. This I'll... one seems
0: familiar. <laughs> and I started watching it
1: and I was like, wait, this is the one I saw like five years ago. Yeah.
0: In my head, there's only one episode of Sex in the City. And mine's the one where like uh, I, she's dating Ron Livingston and he shows up on a motorcycle and she doesn't want to ride it. I,
1: that's all I got. Oh, yeah.
2: That's all I got. The one the I City. know. I, yeah, I haven't seen all of it. I've seen <laughs> some of that that
1: show but not all of it which one have you seen now there's one where the, the the it's gonna sound gross but there's something where it's like a something with a glazed donut and cunnilingus Do, that's there's like a connection wow, that with sounds that
0: sounds like a sticky situation it is
1: <laughs> okay emily <laughs>
0: Kim control. Kim control. But, but okay. I really
1: as I was watching it I was like, wait, another donut plot line that's going into Oh, here I've we go. I've seen this I one. See what's I've seen this one. I um, also
2: It's all the it's all the same donut. <laughs> I also,
0: for whatever reason, bought all of season one of Clarissa Explains It All, which is a Nickelodeon show from the mid-90s uh, that I was maybe slightly too old for, but watched anyway. Uh, it's not that good, but she's pretty good. Melissa Joan Hart plays Clarissa, and she's like a quirky ne'er-do-well. That's Sabrina. Yeah. The Teenage yeah. Witch, in fact. Not the new Sabrina, but the old Sabrina. No, I know. Yeah. Uh,
2: um,
1: what, yeah. Else are you, what else are you watching, Linda?
2: So the less, the more kind of like, this is more in the Clarissa Explains It All vein. Um, I have also been watching quite a bit of the run of the nanny.
1: Ooh, wow! How's the nanny
2: holding up? I mean, not amazingly well. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know why. But some somehow it just became like it's one of those things. So if you have one of these um, services like YouTube TV or Hulu or whatever, you can. some of them give you like infinite DVR. So you can just build up episodes of things that run on like obscure cable channels. Oh, and so it'll just save them forever for you. So, um, I started saving episodes as a nanny for some reason. Um, and I wound up just, it's just one of those things where if I need something completely unrelated to anything I would ever think about in normal life, I watch old episodes of the nanny. A lot of people were stocking great fashion,
0: up. Great fashion. You got to stock up on beans. You cool. got to stock up on lentils. Yeah. Get, you got to stock up on the nanny on the DVR. Get some Fran Drescher in there. <laughs> um, it's true. So
1: it's, really it's true. a good. It's a good fashion show, huh?
2: Excellent fashion. Yeah, she's a. She was a real. Um, she was a real uh, fashionably specific kind of person. Very brightly bright colors. Um, like geometric prints. Yeah. I love it. I feel like it's very, it's extremely nineties. I
0: feel like Susie Essman and, uh, uh, curb. curb is kind of her spiritual successor in mm-hmm. some ways. She is a very bright, loud dresser and it's never a dress. It's never talked about. She just shows up in bonkers clothes all the time. It's kind of, that's a, a thing I like about that show.
2: I think that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. And I would also put in a vote for, um, I would also put in a vote for old seasons of like Top Chef or Survivor or um, America's Next Top Model, oh. which I know Emily feels about that. Yes,
0: very much so. I, I rewatch it all the time. Often when I'm working out, that'll be like the thing that I just have on. And and um, yeah good lord. It's comfortable. It's a good one. It's It feels nice somehow. It's scratches Didn't you itch. start
1: over from the beginning America's Next Top Model or was that Project Runway? Which one were you watching from the beginning again? I
0: was trying to watch Project Runway from the beginning but you can only start with like season nine. They don't have the rest of them. You can't, yep. you can't buy them. You can't buy Christian Siriano's season which would be the one I would want to watch the most uh, because he, it was uh-huh. like nobody else should have even been on the show. Like it it yeah. was he was running circles around all of them uh, the entire time and you can't find that anywhere. You can't buy it you can't it's nowhere yeah
2: it's true it's true it's a real
0: bummer
1: yeah we've been uh nanny's one of those forgotten hits you know where it was like a big show but you don't really hear about it very much think, anymore.
0: isn't she on a show right now i am not sure i think she's on a, a cbs show right now i, I think, think so but yeah. i mean
1: like the show sure the no was i got like, you i remember i've never seen a single episode of that
0: i don't
2: think i have either now no. that i think about it
1: yeah um <laughs>
2: There there used to be a lot more of those, like, hits that were, like, uh, a ton of people watched them, but, like, nobody talked about them, really. Like, they were just things that people watched and liked, but they weren't kind of cultural conversation yeah. types of things. And I think she was, that show was probably like that.
0: And it was pre-Twitter, so how did we know anybody was doing anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. Totally, but black box. It's,
2: it, it's your, like, um... It's your like Scarecrow and Mrs. King type of show. Yes. You know, I forgot about um, that show. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot of that was, I mean, those. Yeah. Well, there was this whole run of like eighties and nineties, uh, like a man and a woman solve crime or, or t- you know, or two detectives women. or yeah. our spies or whatever. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of those kinds of things. And also I should mention, um, I have used the, uh, period this period of isolation in the weirds to catch up uh finally on schitt's creek which i hadn't watched so i also recommend that if you haven't already so great where
0: i'm sh- i'm a season and a half away from the end uh and i'm trying to like yeah. take my time a little bit but man duh, what a great show that
1: is a great show he's yeah. somehow very good at being vulnerable but also extremely caustic which is a tough combination yeah to yeah.
0: yeah yeah i don't know anybody else yeah. that can really pull it off as well as he can love that show. Yeah.
2: I was delighted to hear I was delighted to hear that you guys enjoyed Portrait of a Lady on Fire so much.
1: Ooh. Oh, so good. I honestly it made me want to revisit all my cuz there are so few movies that sort of get you like that, you know, and for me they all oh, have yeah. to be even even the movies I love 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 there's a specific genre of movie, or romance movies, rom coms or romance movies that, that can like really get me like that. And it was that, it was before uh-huh. sunset. The, the, there aren't uh-huh. that many of those, you know. And then of course there was Notting Hill and Four Weddings and a Funeral.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. I've heard that you enjoy those. I have heard <laughs> that you enjoy those. <laughs> Several um, times. Um So, yeah, because Portrait of a Lady on Fire is on Hulu. um, Parasite's on Hulu now. That's right. Um, Yeah, if you have not gotten in there, get in there. Two
1: very different tastes that are both great.
2: Yep. Get in there. And then I realized today that it's been... Uh, too long since I watched Ocean's Eleven and I'll probably watch Ocean's Eleven again soon. I rewatched that one I love... fairly recently. That's the first one, right? Yep.
1: That's the first one.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. It's yeah. It's pretty damn good. It's pretty damn yes. good.
1: Yeah, I watched the second half of it because you were watching it and I walked in. Yeah. Yeah. It's a
0: very good uh, yeah. heist movie. It's a very good like uh, ensemble movie, Just too. Just
1: movie stars being movie stars.
0: Hanging out. Doing it up. I don't
1: like... Was it the Ocean's Twelve or something? Where like Is that the one with Julia Roberts?
0: She's in the first one, too. She's in Ocean's Twelve. 11 she's like
1: is that the one
0: the real prize (laughs) what's the
1: one where someone looks at it and is like oh she looks like julia roberts is that not in the first movie i think that's this that's
2: not the first one i think that's the second one you did not appreciate that it
1: really upset me a lot (laughs) i was like what are you doing don't do that i found it very upsetting it's a
2: step too cute it's definitely a step
1: Step too too cute uh well thank you so much for talking to us linda this was great
2: I'm always so happy to talk to you guys, and I really, really appreciate your show because it's, it's uh, one of the few fun things. One of the few fun things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the few fun things, and again, apologize for not recording the first five minutes. You guys minutes, are never going to know the but, gold
2: that was in that first five minutes. Oh, uh,
1: It's for us. It's for the three it's of us. It's for the
0: three of us. Lamb uh, will always
2: have Lamb Chop. Ever, nobody's ever going to know that we, that we <laughs> couldn't figure out whether Vicky Lewis was... <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, Vicky
1: Jones or Sherry Lewis That's or, so you know,
2: Vinnie it was... Jones or Ricky Lake. <laughs> or Ricky <laughs> Lake. These we then got time. to Ricky Lake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, well, thank you good so much for talking to us, Linda.
2: Take care of yourself. Thank we'll talk you to you guys. soon.
1: Okay, bye bye.
2: All right,
1: thank you guys. And that was Linda Holmes. Do we do outros? Yeah, we do outros. I... News to me, baby. Thank you so much for listening. Oh my
0: God, thank you guys so much. Uh,
1: Email us stayinginpodcast at gmail
0: and we'll see you next week with a regular app
1: for the flagship episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling them flagships when it's when it's non gas, non bonus,
0: mother load, the mother load episode, the mother load, and episode. these are the baby loads. <laughs> oh, <okay.
1: laughs> oh god, goodbye, goodbye.